0: Now, with the latest from the world of technology, this is the Tech Guide podcast with Stephen Fennick. Let's jump straight in. Tech guide. This was a real effort to push into that growing consumer space, very competitive space in Australia. Tech guide. It does give the user plenty of options, whether you're working or viewing content on the device, keeping you updated and educated. This is the Tech Guide podcast. Mowing Apple, you just don't know what to expect. Tech guide. They've gone from taking an excellent device and they've made it even better. It's had a redesign inside and out. Now, from the studios of techguide.com.au, Stephen Fennick, Tech Guide, episode 161. Welcome to the podcast that keeps you updated and educated about the latest consumer technology. Thanks for listening and thanks for downloading once again. And if you're joining us for the first time, welcome aboard. My name is Stephen Fennec. I'm the editor of techguide.com.au. On this week's show, we've just returned from New York, where we saw Samsung launch two new smartphones, the Galaxy S6 Edge Plus and the Galaxy Note 5. And they even teased a new smartwatch. And we sit down with Samsung's Vice President for IT and mobile, Prasad Gokal. ...to talk all about them. In the Tech Guide Reviews, we're going to take a drive in the Volvo XC90 Luxury SUV. We're going to check out the OLO Clip... ...that makes your iPhone camera even better. And we're going to whip up a coffee with a Nespresso Latissima Touch. In the Tech Guide interview, we talked to Kobe Person. This is the man behind the shocking viral video about the dangers of social media. And we'll bring it home with the Tech Guide help desk. And it's all brought to you by Netgear, Australia's number one brand of home Wi-Fi products and Norton, the company to help keep you and your family safe online. A lot to talk about, so let's get cracking. Well, as I mentioned, I've just returned from New York City, where I was invited as a guest of Samsung to attend the launch for their two new smartphones, the Galaxy S6 Edge Plus and the Galaxy Note 5. Two 5.7-inch devices. These are two pretty highly specced smartphones. They're, uh, they've they got an octa-core processor. They've also got 4 gig of RAM. So some impressive stats there. These are designed to really lift the benchmark, to really lift the standard for smartphones. Now, Samsung, uh, the world leader in smartphones, they did release earlier this year the Galaxy S6, and the S6 Edge. And uh, it's pretty common knowledge that the sales of those devices were a little below expectations. The iPhone 6 and iPhone 6 Plus, which were released late last year, September last year, have uh, really dominated the smartphone sales. And uh, Samsung really needed to produce something that would take the challenge back to Apple. Uh, at a time where Apple's due to launch their next iPhones, the iPhone 6S and 6S Plus, which is what they're rumoured to be called and rumoured to be re- to be announced on September the 9th. So the timing for this Samsung event held at the Lincoln Center in New York City on the Upper West Side, very famous venue, uh, was uh, where we saw the new S6 Edge Plus and Galaxy Note 5. Now, let's talk a little bit about each of the products, starting with the Galaxy S6 Edge Plus. Now, we saw the curved screen introduced on the previous S6 Edge, the smaller version. This has taken it up to the 5.7-inch screen size. It's got a quad HD screen. That means uh, it's not uh, 4K, Quad HD means four times the regular the regular resolution, which is better than full HD, but not quite 4K. It's still stunning, really clear, amazing clarity, amazing sharpness, and with a pixel density of 518 that ppi, that's pixels per inch. Uh, both have that same display. Now, in terms of design, the Galaxy S6 Edge Plus has the curved screen, and the flat back. So the curves uh, go either side of the screen, and on the right-hand edge of the screen allows you to uh, to set up uh, your favourite five favorite apps, five favorite contacts. So when you slide uh, the, on that right edge, you can see your top five contacts and your top five apps. So that's a nice handy shortcut for you to use there. Now, the Note 5 is uh the latest in the note family the 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 note the original note of uh 4 years ago now was one of the first big screen smartphones and uh, Samsung were, were quite bold in sort of moving into that territory. Uh, a lot of lot of customers, a lot of other companies really thought, well, why do you need a phone so big? Now, uh, and they said this during the launch, a big screen is now is the new normal. It's something that people are now looking for. Uh, it wasn't so long ago that the, the average screen size for a smartphone was three and a half inches, four inches, now we're talking 5 inches plus and the Note 5 and the Galaxy S6 Edge deliver in both of those areas. Now I mentioned the computing power, 64-bit octa-core, 14 nanometer processor, which is comprised of a 2.1 gigahertz and a 1.5 gigahertz quad-core processor. Together that makes 8 cores, hence the octa-core. 4 gig of RAM Now, that's the sort of RAM you'd expect to find on a computer, but uh, Samsung have included that in these devices. Now, you have to remember, the way we use smartphones has changed. Uh, They've become much more powerful, much more computer-like in terms of that power. So we're able to complete tasks on the move, things like video editing, picture editing, All these multitasking, so many things we can do now on the move thanks to the power of these devices like the S6 Edge Plus and the Note 5. They're running also the latest Android 5.1 operating system. Now, in terms of features, uh, there are plenty on each. The Note 5, of course, has the S Pen. Now, this is the pen that pops out of the bottom of the device and allows you to write directly on the screen. Now, one of the new features of the uh, one of the new writing features is the ability to write on the lock screen. Now, how many times do you need to take down a quick note? Well, now with the note 5, even though the, the screen is locked, you can still pop out the pen and write on that black lock screen and then save it and do whatever you want with it. Of course, it allows you to also to launch Air Command, which then allows you to do things like clipping parts of the screen, uh, writing a quick action memo, writing a normal note, and accessing things like even writing on a screenshot. So you might want to, say, draw on a map or draw on some kind of image on the screen. That allows you to do that right from Air Command. Now, the Galaxy S6 Edge Plus and the Note 5 will also have Samsung Pay, this is a new payment system that allows you to rather than taking your credit cards with you, the devices actually replace them. So they still you still have the credit cards, but now they're stored in your phone and you can pay with the phone, whether it's a normal NFC terminal or an older Magnetic strip terminal, which is which is kind of what everyone's using anyway. The the new magnetic secure transmission terminals, which are far more common, found in up to ninety percent of stores, whereas the NFC uh, terminals are, are not as common. Now that that's the advantage here with Samsung Pay, it allows you to use it in more places, and the transaction is secured with a PIN number or your fingerprint. Uh, and credit card information is protected with a single-use ID just at the time of transaction, so it is quite it is quite secure. They're going to be available in two memory options. Still no uh, micro SD card. That was one criticism I had for the S6 and the S6 Edge, with the fact that they were sealed devices. They didn't have that ability to expand the memory. We're talking 32 gig or 64 gig. That's all you get. No access to the battery, no access to a micro SD card slot. But now, with the ability to use cloud services, then the, you can take advantage of a lot of that online storage. Another, uh, another feature for both devices is side sync. Now, this is the ability to pair your phone, to link it to a Mac or a PC or another tablet, and allow you to take advantage of the apps The documents and data on board your smartphone as well when it's linked so for example you might be charging your phone in one room and then when you get a call you can actually answer that call on your computer on your tablet you can even access data uh, and and cut and paste across devices use even apps on the uh, on 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 your pc as well uh, streamed from the phone so plenty of handy, plenty of handy dev- uh, features, I should say, that are there for both the Samsung Galaxy S6 Edge Plus and for the Note Five. Now we have released, we have heard some news that they're going to be released in Australia on September the fourth. Uh, pre-orders start from from tomorrow, from the eighteenth. Well, I'm recording this on a Monday, so from t- from Tuesday, the eighteenth. They are also available for pre-order. Now, in terms of pricing, they've also announced pricing as well. The Samsung Galaxy Note 5, 32 gig, it's available in black, sapphire, or gold, platinum. It's priced at $1,099. Uh, so that's only available in one memory capacity, whereas the S6 Edge Plus will be available in 32 gig. It's also available in black, sapphire, or white, pearl. It's priced at $1,199. And the S6 Edge Plus sixty four gig version, it too available in black sapphire and white pearl, will sell for one thousand two hundred and ninety nine dollars. So it's an extra hundred bucks for an extra thirty two gig on the S6 Edge Plus. Uh, there is only one size that they've, they've noted here for the Note Five, that's thirty two gig, and that's priced at thousand and ninety nine dollars. And they'll be available, expected on sale date of Friday, the fourth of September which is only a couple of weeks away. The Samsung Galaxy S6 Edge Plus and the Galaxy Note 5, uh, two quite powerful devices. Uh, what we did, though, we managed to sit down with uh, Prasad Gokali, who's the Samsung Vice President for IT and mobile, to talk about what we can expect to see in Australia. And here's what he had to say earlier. Well, hi, Prasad. Thanks for joining me. We're here in New York City for the launch of your two latest devices. Now, tell us a little bit about them first of all and when are they going to be released? So these two devices um,
1: are going to be uh, announced and then launched subsequently in a few weeks in Australia. Um, We will be having a local uh, announcement on next Tuesday Mm -hmm. uh, which will then um, clarify all the details. Sure. Um, But we we will endeavour our best to bring it to all Australians Mm -hmm. at the earliest possible. Now, this
0: is a significant launch for Samsung. The, uh, it's building on the legacy of the previous devices, so uh, the, the Galaxy S6 Edge Plus, the Note 5, really leveraging the best features of the, of the, of the company, the, the technology that you've developed. And you've, the, the curved screen, the dual-edge curve is, is back, but on a grander scale. Mm-hmm. This is obviously part of Samsung's strategy moving forward. Absolutely. So, uh,
1: and you made a very good point about the strong legacy of products we have built. So we built the large screen uh, phones for the first time. We, we introduced the pioneers in the large screen. Uh, then we brought with the GS6 and the GS6 Edge new technology in terms of uh, agronomics, better display. Uh, we, we changed the whole uh, user experience to make it simplified. Uh, so um, so we, what we did was with this time, we've, we have carried forward all the good stuff uh, we have, uh, yeah. and your uh, galaxy is uh, ringing right now. I mean, that's right, even, right, that's timely. Just, it keeps <laughs> working hard, um, but um, uh, but uh, we 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 kept all those things in mind and we reflected that in these two new beautiful mm-hmm.
0: products. Now, you, you Samsung was one of the well, the first company to deliver these large screens, so you've got a bit of experience in this in this area. How how do Australians how how do uh, Australian consumers we love big screens too, don't we? Absolutely.
1: I, I, um, my, my evidence of um, uh, the work we have done globally shows that actually Australia is in the forefront of large screen adoption. Um, for sure, there are markets in the world where... The, the local ling- uh, languages lend to large screens like the, the Chinese uh, part of the world where they use big characters, kanjis mm-hmm. and they need those large screens yep. but now Australians have started adopting large screens in droves because one, the, the radio technology Better Wi-Fi penetration, better LTE penetration lends itself. And second, content availability. Mm-hmm. And the and the curating of the content which is happening is lending to that. Mm-hmm. So Australians, I believe, in the OECD world lead the large streams.
0: One, one thing, I'm looking at the specs of the new devices, one word that really pops out is power. It's mm-hmm. a, quite a powerful device. Mm-hmm. We're talking octa mm-hmm. and 4 gig of RAM. Yep. I think my first computer didn't even have that much RAM. That's
2: right. <laughs> my, some people's
0: current computers only right. have that much RAM.
1: Apparently, the first uh, com- supercomputer from IBM had 256 megabytes of RAM, <laughs> which was shipped in a big bus. But, uh, yeah, so these are fast phones. And uh, we, st- we have been actually doing uh, delivering fast and fast technology-enabled phones for the last five years, and our GS6 was a testament to that. And with this, we just continue that and what that does is um, our phones are beautiful from outside and they're powerful from inside. What that does is it gives customers a peace of mind that the phone will run and deliver to their requirements. So if you're playing a video game, you don't have to worry about a mm-hmm. slow phone, right? And a, and a big uh, t- latency. If you're taking a photo, uh, and I believe our phones are the fastest phones in terms of camera mm-hmm. and have the lowest latency. Okay. Again, helps. So, all in all, and the last one is uh, the Australian LTE uh, network environment lends to these phones because our phones have the best and the latest support of LTE. Mm -hmm. And with these phones, we will be launching uh, Cat 9 support.
0: As well. It goes up to 450 megabits per second. Wow. So these are not only fast on the device, but also fast on the network. Absolutely. Fantastic. And what about on the, uh, let's just talk about the Galaxy Note 5 for a moment, and with the S Pen, Mm -hmm. um, that's really become a favorite of customers, hasn't it? The, the, the ability to write on the screen, that tactile experience, mm-hmm. while you're giving them the latest technology, you're still offering that, that experience as well. And this one is, is even better because I think, correct me if I'm wrong, you can write on the lock screen, the blank screen.
1: So uh, you made a good point uh, about uh, the fact that people like the S Pen. Um, they like the S Pen because, forget the pen for a minute, it's part of life, Human beings write on piece of paper, have been writing for years. So we just delivered that capability onto the phone, uh, which we did about with our Note launch initially, and we have continued. And we have now improved that whole experience. It's much more easier on the screen now. The tactile experience is easy, um, and you might have seen a couple of improvements now. So if you have a PDF document, you can open it on the phone, you can sign it, yeah. and you can send it, you don't have to scan it. It saves anymore. a lot of time, right? That's great. Uh, the second piece is uh, you can uh, uh, you can uh, also write on a blank screen. So uh, you go to a. I don't know, you meet somebody in a bar, you want to take her name, your number, okay. you just put it... Oh, I am uh, married, mate, don't get me in trouble. It's okay, that. we all make friends <laughs> here and there, that's all right. But um, it, it's just, uh, you don't need to open the phone anymore. Yeah. You just write it, and it saves to the Samsung yeah, uh, sure. app. So okay. yeah, there, there are improvements. No, but the most important one is the technology part which, of this pins, which we enable in the enterprise space. Mm-hmm. So in the productivity space. Right. So where, if you're like a courier company, uh-huh. and the couriers have to get, uh, cite evidence of signature, Right. Yes. So instead of opening a big pad with a pen,
0: now they can just use these phones, okay. and it can remotely get sent. So I can I can see you selling this to corporate corporates as Absolutely. well. mate. I can see that you've already got them in mind. That's great. Absolutely. What about the um, some of the other features? The uh, I'm interested in the well, obviously Samsung Pay. Mm-hmm. Will that come to Australia eventually, or is that just uh, will we get
1: that? So, first of all, absolutely. Samsung Pay is coming to Australia. Yeah. But as you know, uh, Australians are, are in the leading edge of mobile payments. Uh-huh. So, Australia actually has close to 95% plus penetration okay. of uh, NFC-based uh, mobile um, um, uh, handheld systems. Uh-huh. Whereas in the United States or other countries, they're still on the magnetic strips. Mm -hmm. So what that does is the Samsung Pay, the first phase of it, was built on the magnetic strip-based technology. For Australia, we are customizing it to the chip-based technology. But in the interim, we have been delivering tap-and-go services on our phones Mm -hmm. from GS4 with Commonwealth Bank, with Westpac, and other financial institutions, and we continue to do that. So uh, no way the Australians are behind. All
0: Australians are going to enjoy the best of mobile and how, how do we go as, as customers, Samsung customers in Australia? Are we Are we pulling our weight? Are, are we making you look good to Korea? How are we going? Absolutely. Uh, Australian
1: uh, Galaxy customers are in the top five uh, Galaxy users in the world, mm-hmm. uh, though we are only 20 to, 22 million of us. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we use them very heavily, and yep. we replace them very fast uh, because we are hungry for the latest and greatest. And we at Samsung will do all of our best to delight continuously those uh, our loyal customers and invite new customers to join Galaxy as well. Absolutely. Prasad, we
0: really appreciate your time. Thanks for joining us. Thank you and thanks for coming over. Well, that was uh, Prasad from Samsung. There's one other one other item that was mentioned in the Samsung event uh, in New York and that was a new smart watch now we did get a chance to first of all get our hands on the should say the uh, our the Galaxy S6 Edge Plus and Note 5 before i talk about the watch we did have a chance to have a hands on review and you can read that at techguide.com.au but back to the smart watch now at the very end of the presentation in new york samsung uh, the the woman came on stage she was the vice president for product marketing alana Cotton, she came back on stage and said, well, we've got one last thing to show you, and then they produced a 15-second tease video of the Gear S2 smartwatch. Now, from what we saw, it's going to be a circular device, so a circular touchscreen. It uh, doesn't appear to be any knobs or buttons on the end, on the uh, outside of the watch. Uh, we, we can see there's going to be a heart rate monitor from, uh, from what we saw on the screen. And it's going to be announced officially at IFA in Berlin, which is the the tech trade show that actually I'll be attending in a couple of weeks over in Berlin. It's an annual tech trade show. And we're going to see more about the Gear S2 smartwatch then. So check out my hands-on reviews, my reports, first of all, from New York, my hands-on reviews of both the Galaxy S6 Edge Plus and the Note 5. Uh, you can read them at techguide.com.au, along with our the uh, story about the the Gear S2 smartwatch and that short to teaser video as well. You can see all of that at techguide.com.au. Tech Guide. This is Tech Guide with Stephen Finnick. The Tech Guide podcast is proudly sponsored by Netgear, Australia's number one Wi-Fi brand, and they are introducing the first Nighthawk modem router. Netgear's newest addition to the Nighthawk family has landed, and it's the first modem router in the range. The Nighthawk D7000 will deliver AC Wi-Fi speeds of up to 1900 megabits per second and support both ADSL and VDSL connections. VDSL is one of the new technologies. Technology is being utilised for the NBN, so upgrade to the D7000 and future-proof your network. Enjoy smooth video and music streaming, and eliminate lag when online gaming with Nighthawk. So, if you want a, if you want super fast Wi-Fi speeds and ultimate Wi-Fi range for your home, then check out the new Nighthawk modem router from Netgear. Search D7000 at netgear.com.au. Tech Now. A Tech Guide review with Stephen Fennett. Our first review product for episode 161 of Tech Guide actually has four wheels. It's the all new XC90. This is a luxury SUV, so it's a sports utility vehicle from Volvo. Now, Volvo is a company well known for safety, safety features, uh, and, and driver protection. The SUV, the XC90, is no exception. But what they've done, they've packed in a lot of technology to not only include to to increase the driver safety, but also increase the di- driver comfort and convenience. Uh, so much technology on board this this device, this car, I should say, this vehicle. It offers up to three thousand kilowatts of power, and it's going to be available in two cylinder. Four-cylinder models with turbocharged and supercharged engines, and a petrol engine with an electric motor. So plenty of options there. Starts at eighty nine nine ninety. So uh, it's it's a luxury SUV, uh, it, and. and you have to remember that this is a luxury vehicle. There's the interior, luxurious. There's leather, so much technology, goes all the way up to 122950 So this isn't your average SUV. This is luxury, sort of top of the line, one of the most luxurious SUVs you'll find on the market. Now, back to the technology on board, the Volvo has plenty of it and starts with a nine-inch touch screen right in the middle of the console. The control system it, it, it takes a new approach to interaction. It allows you to scroll three screens. So you can scroll left, you can scroll right and there's one in the middle, so it's very easy to scroll between those screens. It blends in quite nicely. with the, It's got a black background, and, and, and it is, is blends uh, into the black uh, background with the vents on either side, so it's not distracting uh, in any way. Uh, and from the screen, you can access navigation, your entertainment, uh, settings for the car, uh, settings for the audio system. Uh, and just below that, there's climate controls as well. So what's what having this big screen? It's sort of an iPad size screen. It means there are less knobs, less buttons. So a very uncluttered looking cockpit looks uh, looks really nice. Now, in terms of on-road technology, let's talk about a few of them. The first is Q Assist. Now, this is a, a step to more, a step closer to autonomous driving. Q Assist is for for that city driving, that monotonous stop-go traffic. And what Q Assist allows you to do, it enables the car to speed up and slow down at a safe distance on its own. So it can speed up and brake in these monotonous driving conditions, as long as you've got a hand on the wheel. Uh, there's also active cruise control. So acceleration and braking can be controlled uh, by itself. So automatically when you uh, drive it, whether you're traveling a highway or city roads, there's a lane keeping aid. And when we drove the car, I drove it for a day down in Canberra, uh, the lane keeping aid really uh, really came into play, and we deliberately went out of our lane, and what it did it increased the the, the the torque on the steering wheel and really brought it back into the lane so you can just imagine if a driver's dozing off and drifting out of the lane, that jolt back into the into the proper lane will really wake up the driver and keep them alert it 's uh, uh, inattentive drivers and distractions are the two biggest uh, two biggest causes of accidents and Volvo has come up with a way of avoiding it. Uh, It's also got extended road sign information. Now, there's a tiny camera inside the Volvo logo uh, on the front of the car, so the badge on the front of the grille, the lower half of the badge actually has a camera, and it can read signs. It can read speed signs. It can read all kinds of signs and displays them for the driver on the dashboard. Now, one other thing I mentioned, there are some world-first safety features on board here. One of them is run-off road protection, now, uh, off-road, run-off-road accidents account for nearly half of the fatalities on the road, caused by fatigue, bad weather conditions, a car runs off the road, the it increases the chance of a fatality. Now, what the XC90 can do is detect when the car has left the road and set in motion a number of protective measures. Now, one thing it does is tightens up the seatbelt, so it keeps the, the driver and the passengers firmly in their seats. And it also reduces the vertical occupant forces. That means it will not move the seat up or down. So it'll reduce those forces by up to a third. Now, these can cause, in a normal car, can cause... Uh, spinal injuries can could cause someone to become a quadriplegic or a paraplegic, uh, and it also moves the brake the brake uh, uh, the brakes away, so the brake pedal away from the driver, and of course activates airbags when needed. So uh, the chances of you uh, uh, the, the the chances of injury are lowered. In fact, Volvo has come out and said that their safety features they're so confident about their safety features that they're saying that by 2020 no one will be killed or seriously injured inside a Volvo vehicle, a very bold claim to make, and one they're backing up with their technology and their safety features. Another safety feature is auto brake at intersections. So this is another world-first technology. Now, what happens here? The car automatically brakes if you try to turn in front of an oncoming car. It can sense that and hit the anchors, Uh, so it can detect a potential crash and brake automatically. Now, moving on to other technology, and we're talking Audio systems here and on board the XC ninety is a audio is a is a high quality audio system with nineteen speakers scattered throughout the car. Now Volvo has also partnered with the uh, prestigious audio brand Bowers and Wilkins to to come up with a system that really sounds remarkable in the car and drivers can even select the sound the sound the type of sound the sound mode whether they want to hear it like a concert hall studio or individual stage you can even optimize the sound depending on how many people are in the car, whether it's just the driver, they want to just optimize it for them, or whether there's people in the back or people in the front, uh, they can really adjust that to make the sound even better. Now, in terms of the subwoofer, here's an interesting little piece of technology. The actual car is the subwoofer. So the subwoofer is actually integrated into the body of the car, and the space inside the cabin becomes the chamber for the subwoofer. So it moves air around in that chamber. You are inside the subwoofer. Really intelligent technology. The Volvo XC90, it's available now. You can, uh, you can check it out. There are three different models. I've listed them at Tech Guide. Also, the pricing, which I mentioned, starts at $89,950, not $990, $89,950. You want to read all about the Volvo XC90, you can check it out, techguide.com.au. Keeping you updated and educated. This is Tech Guide with Stephen Fennick. Tech Guide. Now, your iPhone. If you are an iPhone six user or an iPhone six plus user, you don't need me to tell you that you've got a pretty damn good f- camera on that device. Now, what would you, what would you, uh, what would you say if I told you that there is a product that can make those cameras even better? Well, there is. It's the OLO Clip. Now, these are small lenses that attach to the top of the phone and then go over the top of the camera lens to create different effects and give your camera even more abilities. Now, there are two that I've written about on Tech Guide: the Holoclip 4-in-1 lens, and there's also the Holoclip Active lens. Now, each Holoclip has two lenses, one at the front, one at the back, and it clips to the top of your iPhone 6 or iPhone 6 Plus. There are brackets that can help you get a tighter fit. So it just slips over the top of the phone and goes over the top of either the front or back camera and allows you then to have things like two-time zoom Ultra wide, that's on the OLO clip active lens. So once uh, you and I have put examples of that on my story. So if you want a two time zoom, so we to get even closer to your subject, then having the OLO clip active lens allows you to achieve that. If you want an ultra wide angle, so you want to go even wider, there's, there are times where the focal length of the phone is. Isn't great enough for you to say capture a landmark or a wider shot. Having that ultra wide lens allows you to achieve that. Now, an example I used in my review on Tech Guide was a shot of the Harbour Bridge and the Opera House. Now, using the regular iPhone 6 Plus camera without the Olo clip, I to, to try to fit both of those landmarks in, I could only get The right hand side of the Harbour Bridge and the left hand side of the Opera House. But with the Olo Clip wide angle lens, it gave me enough scope to fit in the complete Harbour Bridge and the complete Opera House. You can check that out on the uh, review I have on Tech Guide, But that wide-angle lens also helps for selfies. So you can actually put that lens above the front-facing camera so now you can fit a lot more in your selfies. So rather than you having to buy a selfie stick and try to get that phone uh, away from you to capture a decent picture, you can now just hold it in your hand. And with the wide-angle lens, it fits so much in there. There's a picture of me, a selfie of me on the shores of Sydney Harbour there uh, with a normal selfie and then a selfie with the wide-angle lens. As well, now the uh, the two time zoom also helps come in. So if you if you want to have a say a bigger image in the camera, so rather than you having to zoom in and be limited by the the fo- the, the, the the full focus of the, the iPhone, the full zoom of the iPhone, the two time zoom doubles that. So you can zoom even even closer on certain subjects. So uh, it's handy when you you don't want such a wide shot, but Rather than you having to zoom in and reduce the quality of that shot, having the two-time zoom lens really does help. So you're you're using its full opticals that you're using rather than a digital zoom. And then if you do want to zoom right in, it does get you a lot closer to your subjects as well. The example I used there was a picture of the Harbour Bridge, and I zoomed in on a sailboat under the Harbour Bridge. And of course, with the two-time zoom, it did help me. There's also the fisheye which uh, you can come up with some pretty creative pictures. Uh, you can see that on my story as well. But the other really fascinating thing with the 4-in-1, the Olloclip 4-in-1, that includes an ultra-wide, a fisheye, and two other macro lenses, a 10 times macro and a 15 times macro. And that lets get, gets you so close to various objects. What else comes with the four in one OLO clip lens is a case. Now, what the case does is not only protect your phone, the iPhone six or the iPhone six plus, but there are also little guides on the top of the case and little uh, indentations to let the uh, to allow the OLO clip to sit even more uh, even more precisely. On top of the phone, so that it fits over the lenses quite easily. Uh, so normally, if you did have a case on your on your iPhone, you probably would have to remove it to fit the OLO clip on there. But if with the OLO clip case, there are little spaces at the top and a little and spaces cut out of the of the top of the back of the case, so that the OLO clip can sit flush without you having to take off the case. So you have got a cover, and you can also use the OLO clips at the same time. Now the other additions in the four. In one, Uh, you so you you get the wide angle, you get the fisheye, but you also get the macro and you can go so close to your subjects. There are pictures I've taken. There is a picture of a a menu. So there's an A. I was at ARIA when I took the photo. There's an A off the ARIA menu, the leather-bound menu, and you'll see the 10 times optical zoom going right in uh, into the corners of the the A, and you can see the texture of the leather, and then there's the 15 times, which takes you even closer so you can see microscopic dust particles. I even took a photo of... Of, of my finger which i didn't include in the in the story but it it allows you to take photos so close so close up you can even see the ridges of your fingerprints if you want to get close enough the Olo clip uh, active lens and the Olo clip 4 in 1 both available now both priced at 154.95 and you can see them in action at techguide.com.au <laughs> Our last review for this week's show is a coffee machine, the Nespresso Latissima touch now we love tech we love coffee this combines the two this is a machine that measures only 17 centimeters wide and 31 centimeters long so it's not a not a bench hog it doesn't take up a lot of room it's got a relatively small footprint now we all know the nespresso brand they uh, sell coffee capsules and this of course can do just that the addition though on this device is the rcs the Rapid Cappuccino System. That's a milk a milk frother, if you like, that clips into the front. There's a spout that can be aimed into the cup, so you can set all the different combinations, whether you want to just have coffee on its own, whether you want to do your coffee first, have your milk second, whether you want to do them both at once, so coffee and then milk will be done automatically. Plenty of combinations for your, to control the coffee quantity, the type of coffee, and also the milk, and, and there's even a knob to control how frothy you'd like your, your, your milk, whether you Having a cappuccino, which is we, you would ask, to require more froth or hardly any froth for if you want to just have like a macchiato or a latte it allows you to control that as well and that RCS system that rapid cappuccino system with the milk uh, there's a small container where you pour in the milk and then it will then pour into the cup with the spout that can be removed from the machine and kept in the fridge if there happens to be some milk left over say you've got half the container left full of milk you can actually take out that RCS put it in the fridge next time you want to make a coffee pop it out put it back in that way the milk stays fresh and cold. Uh and, uh and helps you make that great cup of coffee. Now, to, to, uh, to clean the system, uh, the RCS has a steam a cleaning button, and once you hold it for a certain period, it does push out some steam, some hot water, and really flushes out that system. You can also take it apart, wash in the sink, That's probably uh, something you do maybe once every couple of weeks. The the steam cleaning system uh, appeared to work pretty good for us. You can choose your coffee, whether it's a ristretto, espresso, or longo. That's the size of your coffee, and also your milk quantity as well. It gets its touch name because the the, uh, buttons on the top are touch sensitive. Uh, One little stroke on the touch button allows you to then to start your coffee. Now, when you make the coffee, one thing that we did notice was... Uh, the coffee wasn't quite as hot as we'd like it. And uh, the Nespresso Manual actually had a couple of suggestions on how to uh, make it a little hotter. One suggestion was descaling the machine. Now, that's uh, it gets rid of the limestone and build-up inside the machine, uh, and well, we thought that the machine's brand new for our review. We didn't need to descale it. You only descale after a, a certain number of hours that you've been using, a certain number after a certain number of capsules have been used. That's when you descale. The other suggestion was putting the cup to heat, re- to preheat the cup, and to do that you have to uh, hit the button without a capsule inside. So it just pushes hot water through the system. Hot water then heats up the cup. So what you do is then you tip out that hot water and then hit your coffee. So that's a preheated cup and it makes the coffee just a little bit hotter Uh, another solution for us was that we just put it in the microwave for 20 seconds which took a lot less time but we like our coffee on the hotter side that's not to say that you wouldn't like the coffee that comes out of the Latissima machine, Uh, plenty do and and we often didn't even bother with the microwave we just drank it how it was uh, and it was delicious at the same time the Nespresso Latissima Touch, it's made by DeLonghi I I should mention, He's a a very popular company in the coffee machine business, Uh, it's priced at $649, so that convenience doesn't come cheap, uh, but it is a good quality machine that will serve you well and make coffee just the way you like it. Our full review is at techguide.com.au. The Tech Guide podcast is proudly sponsored by Norton, the company that can help keep you and your family safe online. Do you know what your kids are up to on the internet? Well, a recent survey by internet security company Norton shows that almost three quarters of Australian parents are in the dark when it comes to knowing what their children get up to online. Are you one of them? Helping your kids grow up in the digital age of social media, online stranger danger and sexting and cyberbullying adds a new dimension to parenting. And Norton wants to help keep you, give you the key, the tools to help open up the conversation with your kids about online safety. Norton is a free online service that lets you keep tabs on where your kids go, what they do and what they see online to help them develop good online habits. To learn more and to start using Norton Family for free, visit norton.com forward slash au forward slash protecting kids. Tech Guide. Now, a Tech Guide interview.
2: Tech Guide.
0: Our Tech Guide interview is with a gentleman named Kobe Person. Now, I bumped into Kobe Person in New York. He is the man behind the prankster video. Well, he's a a video prankster. He's done a lot of prank videos. Well, he he produced a video this time showing just how easy it was for him to lure underage girls on Facebook. This, uh, this video has gone viral. That it's exposed the dangers of social media, and it involves him posing as a 15-year-old on Facebook and grooming three girls and, and seeing if they would agree to meet him in person without even meeting, without even knowing who he is. And in this case, he is not who he says he is. Now, the prank is interesting because the parents were in on it. So they thought, well, they had faith that their daughter wouldn't meet the person in the park, wouldn't open the door, wouldn't get in their car, and three times they were wrong. It is a real eye-opening video. We happened to bump into Kobe Person at the Pacific Television Studios in New York. I was getting ready to do my live cross to Studio 10 to talk about the Samsung, the new Samsung smartphones. And Kobe was actually there to do a cross for Sunrise to talk about this video that's had uh, more than 30 million hits in just a few days. So we uh, had a chance to catch up with Kobe. And here's what he had to say when we met. Well, Kobe, thanks for joining me. We're, uh, you uh... The creator of a video that's gone viral. Uh, it, it's quite shocking and confronting. It's uh, young girls, you you pu- pu- posing as someone on Facebook, their parents are in on it. Yep. How did you come up with this idea?
2: Uh, it was basically um, one of my writers, his name is Greg from pranksters.com. He saw a news report in the news, and uh, it happened two weeks ago in California where a girl. Uh, Oh, she was actually the same thing happened there but in real life so basically a guy 27 year old man he created a fake profile online on Facebook friend requested uh, girls uh, and he actually ended up meeting up with when the girl let him in the house through the window and then he took the daughter he took the daughter out um, and and um, and the dad comes downstairs to see if his daughter was sleeping because he heard something and she wasn't there. So what he did is he started going around the block and he finds a guy with his hand around his 12-year-old daughter and he basically beat up beat up that guy until the police came
0: Wow. Yeah. So that was the basis for your. Video. Yeah, so that was
2: the same basis. I wanted to see. I was like, this. This is a big awareness thing. So I wanted to see. I wanted. I wanted to see. First of all, if it would work, and second of all, if it does work, why has it? Why has the other video not? Um, the other video only got like a hundred thousand views. So yeah, like, right. it needs more awareness. Out so there.
0: what's been the reaction to this? It's, it's gone viral. Right? Oh, it's what's humongous!
2: Like twenty-seven million views in, in two days. Like it's literally the top video in like every country in the world. So I mean, it's just. Uh, it's it's been the the reaction is so positive. Uh, It's just amazing the messages I've been getting. People like, I wish I would have seen this before uh, when I was younger because I wouldn't have done the stuff I did. People like, I I got kidnapped at one point. I got thousands of emails of just like of good stories you you're know? getting
0: good messages of support from parents good oh a
2: lot of like I'm getting a lot of snapchats about parents showing me that they're showing their kids or that like people saying I showed my, I showed all my kids I sent it to their friends or like schools I have detectives messaging me like you should come work for us type of thing yeah. I have, I've had like detectives saying can I show it to all the police out here so I mean it's it's been nuts uh, I just see you've done a live cross to Australia so yeah. it's reached Australia and uh, exactly. I've seen it on yeah. my Facebook feed mate. so <laughs> you're everywhere yeah. so what's next uh, we're gonna be doing part two, which is gonna be the boys. where I'm gonna pose as a 15 year old girl, really? and I'm gonna and I'm gonna try to get these boys lure them into different situations, which are gonna be out of it's gonna be out of control. Okay, what about if the boys
0: watch your other video? Uh, yeah, <laughs> we're gonna have to figure that out. <laughs> okay, and, you, and this is you. You're a YouTube. You're a YouTube. Yeah. Uh, Identity, you've got 1.2 million subscribers. Yeah, yeah. So you be, this is what you do.
2: You make these exactly, sort of videos. Yeah.
0: What What other type of videos do you make?
2: Uh, we We do a lot of social experiments, prank videos. Um, just Just like anything that's trending, I just jump on it. You okay. Know? Are you, yeah. Any
0: thoughts of coming down to Australia, mate?
2: Uh, I do want to come down though. Like that is that is one of the things I want to do. Sydney, I will be there one day. That's where I'll you know? uh, When you're in town, <laughs> mate, look me up. Thanks that's for joining it. us. Mate. I'll come by. <laughs> right, thank, thank you. you.
0: Tech guy now answering all your tech questions the tech guide help desk a couple of quick questions for the tech guide help desk one question was from a a reader and a listener who wanted to buy a a phone with a tracking system so a find my phone type setup so that and, and he would leave this in his van and he would then be able to track his van wherever he went I said, well, that's a pretty expensive way to track something because uh, you need to have a pretty decent smartphone with that feature. So I suggested he maybe invest in a Trackermo, which is a GPS receiver, uh, you know, about the size of a 50-cent piece that allows uh, people and objects to be tracked. It's a lot easier and I think a lot cheaper to track your van, your car or whatever you want to track anywhere in the world. The Tracker which is something I have reviewed on Tech Guide a couple of months ago, it was a popular story. That is what I would suggest for our listener to track the van. Our other questions, we had, a, we did have a couple of questions from listeners who had installed Windows Ten. Now, the bugbear of Windows Ten for these particular people was their printers suddenly weren't working. So, well, there was one who admitted the printer was quite old. But there were others who were just mystified by uh, there not being drivers and and other errors that were coming up that wasn't allowing them to print. Now, my suggestion is this. If you've got a recent printer, go to that printer's uh, website. So whether it's Canon, a brother or whatever, go to the website. Check out if there is an updated driver for your particular printer. Chances are there is a driver that will then make that printer compatible with Windows 10. There are going to be a few of these little uh, little complications. No reason to turn you back on Windows 10, though. We think it's a superior system than 8.1. So be patient. Try to find that driver. Uh, I'm sure companies are working pretty hard to get those out there as quickly as possible. That was our Tech Guide help desk. We hope that helped you and if you want to send in your question, you can email us info at techguide.com.au And that is our show for this week. You can read about everything we've talked about, of course, at techguide.com.au and get in touch with us. Email us info at techguide.com.au or give me a a shout on Twitter. It's uh, at Stephen Fennec and Stephen spelt with a P-H. So uh, give me a a shout out there. If you've got any questions you want to ask me, they could very well end up on the Tech Guide help desk as well if you want to go through Twitter. Special thanks to our two sponsors, Netgear, the brand you can trust for all your Wi-Fi needs, and Norton the company that can keep you and your family safe online. Thanks for listening. It's been great having you with us. We look forward to you joining us again next week. So until then, stay safe and stay connected.